We're recording. Yes, we are. How exciting. It is seven minutes past the hour, and here we are with the top headlines of the day. North Korea has made a bunt cake. <laughs> North Korea's made a bun cake. Bunt cake. Bunt cake. What's a bunt cake? There's a cake made out of bunts. What? Like bunting? Yes, like bunting. <laughs> sure, why not? We are a professional broadcasting system. <laughs> Any more news? Well, England's gone to war because of this. Because of this? Yes. What is this? T-H-I-L. Specifically that. I thought we meant yes. this. Teriyaki, heriyaki, iriyaki, sauce. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> Improv. I was so tempted last night watching Fast and Furious 8. If the kids weren't behind us and we were in a private screening, I was I just wanted to scream out, ACTING! Every time Vin Diesel was on that plane. And he started to yell! Because you could see him desperate in his face. See, like, I'm with an Academy Award winner. I've got to prove myself now. Who's the Academy Award winner? Charlize. Oh, what's she win for? Monster! Monster. Um... Fucking hell! Uh, I thought it was how Berry won for Monster. Monster's Monster. Ball. She Monster's won for Monster's Ball. ball. That was it, yep. Where the Monster's Ball is Billy Maud Thornton and his testicles. Right. Riding up inside of her. Make me feel good. Make me feel good. <laughs> Do you not? Okay, right. No. There's, an, there's a scene in that film which got it an NC-17 rating. Right. Because she keeps saying, make me feel good, make me feel good, and then Billy Maud Thornton just fucks her. And they go for a while. It's a 15 over here, but it's uh, yeah, hardcore NC-17 over Probably there. Probably 12 at this point over here now. Close enough. Yeah. Like... But, you know, they do not do that in Monster, because she does not fuck guys. She, you know, gives them a little bit and then kills them. And it's all part of the Monster Zinc universe. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think you'll all see uh, Billy Bob Thornton meet up with Billy Crystal at one point in that <laughs> film. And he's like, hmm, sling blade, I'm going to kill you. ha. <laughs> And then Billy Crystal starts doing blackface jazz performer. <laughs> when I was down into the south, I was here the south. Oh, God. Have you seen him ever do that? No. Oh, boy. He goes blackface. Really? He does blackface jazz. Old jazz guy. <laughs> Tom Sharpling does a wonderful deconstruction of that on the, the Best Show podcast. Right. And there's a video of that where it stops and starts actually the video so you can watch it with the video <laughs> and you can see just how skin crawling it really is and you know it's not like this was oh it was the 70s no he was doing it maybe even a decade ago he was still you know long after Ted Danson did black up for uh, a uh, respect of Whoopi Goldberg's career Billy Bob Thornton all I know him for <coughs> really is Bad is... Santa no no um, there was a film where he played a coach the Bad News Bears. No. Oh, that's a good film. No, where he played, he played the gym coach who was... Mr. Woodcock. That was it. Fucking hell. That was my first uh, experience with... I uh, went to a goon screening. A what? A goon screening. You know, goon, the uh, right. hockey movie. Oh, God. Mm. What do you say? Oh, God, it's wonderful. Great films. <laughs> Jay Bowershaw, great writer. Looking forward to Goon 2. Out in America, Canada at the moment. Very disappointed it's not over here yet. And Sean William Scott came over for right. me. And he, as he was introducing himself... His first words were, I'm sorry for Mr. Woodcock. I'm sorry for Mr. Woodcock. <laughs> was wonderful. And he should be. That film is... <sighs> I like to give comedies a try. 
Yeah. I gave five out of ten to School for Scoundrels remake. You know, I I like. I can I can find good and bad films. To what for Scoundrels? School for Scoundrels. Never heard of that. It's a bad film from director Todd Phillips. I think it was his last film before he got the hangover and went, oh, I'll just do harsh, gritty visuals and no jokes. As opposed mm. to just light, fluffy visuals and no jokes. Mm. Which is what he did after Old School, which is a great film. I know Starsky and Hutch is funny as well, actually. Starsky and Hutch is really <coughs> good. Yeah. yeah, that's a film that deserved a lot more attention because it was just, like, yeah, it did a good job. And then 21 Jump Street and did, redid that better. Mm. And... Baywatch is going to do it again. Chips did it already. <laughs> I mean, Baywatch is just coasting on chips. Oh, Baywatch looks terrible. It does look pretty. Oh, it's just like, hey, look, we can just say cock and fuck, so we'll just do that. <laughs> I, I, Dwayne is getting lazy with his Is Dwayne playing um, Hasselhoff? He's playing or? a... Well, I'm guessing he'll play the kind of character that Hasselhoff was in the Alpha Male. Is Hasselhoff going to be in it? Oh, of course he's going to be in it. Yeah? Oh, is he it confirmed? W- it's David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Do they want him in it? Though? They well, they have to have him in it. Erica Strada popped up in Chips. They have. It's a thing you have to do. Johnny Depp and uh, Tyler one popped up in Twenty One Jumps. I can't remember the other guy's name for the life of me. No, no idea. No. Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton. Johnny Depp and Tim Burton and Hannibal Carter popped up in Twenty One Jump Street. It was really weird because uh, what happened was Channing Tatum and Johnny. Johnny jo- Johnny Jonah, jo- Johnny Jonah Hill, they found this potion after going through a maze and they went into this weird world of Jump Street. And then there was uh, Sarah Barakoa, who was, who was trying to uh, stop time. And uh, what else happened in that one? Alan Rickman? Michael Sheen? They happened, yeah. They were there. <laughs> Stephen Fry, did he pop up in those films? He sounds like someone who probably popped up in those films. Oh, yeah, he plays the cat. The Cheshire cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he doesn't play the Siamese cats? No. <laughs> yeah, that Siamese, was, if you please. Turned on the TV yesterday, and that was what was happening uh, uh, on Sky. It was just, just right there. Repeat. Just that moment. I was like, oh, why'd I have to tune in for the... Because it looks lovely. Cause... And then you switch the channel. Oh, <coughs> you go right, me. <laughs> Good gracious. Oh, goodness. Oh, and then you turn the channel and it's Norbit with <laughs> Rob Schneider doing it, Oriental. He plays the uh, Asian father to Norbit, the adopted father. It's the guy from... R.I.P. Charlie Murphy, by the way. That was a sad loss. Yeah. Gosh. Well, I thought it was um, Eddie at first because he looked really like Yeah, him. they do. He is, they look, they look exactly so... They like. Yeah, they are. You can tell they're brothers. Yeah. yeah. Charlie was, of course, the funnier one. I'd never heard any of his stuff. Well, we might have to stop this podcast once we've done it, and I'll show you a couple of Chappelle show bits. Yeah, I need to watch the Chappelle show. Well, I can show you his Rick James stuff. I watch his new stand-up. Rick James, bitch! It's just a Prince story. I watch his new um, stand-ups quite often, like over and over again. I have heard bad things about a couple of choice, focus, attentional points, as in his thoughts on transvestites and transgender people. And it's like, okay, right. Um, grow up and then I'll care at this point you've had a decade to do that kind of material and get out of the way now we're better people but he's been away for a decade mm-hmm. when he should have come back with better material yeah it's like I don't know you know becoming famous getting on SNL and then uh, using your old friend's sketch idea for an SNL sketch that was the most acclaimed sketch of last week I don't know who was that that's was... a dated one now when Louis CK did a uh, sketch about an adult clown Oh, yeah. Thing, which is Tignataro's thing. She did a short film years ago. Oh. 
and uh, they haven't been friends for a while anyway, it turns out. And Tig is not happy that Louis C.K. has done this thing on SNL, uh-huh. which is exactly her I feel, bit. I feel bad for liking that. No, now. it's a very funny <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's, it's annoying because, yeah, stolen from Tig, mm. who we like. I watched all of One Mississippi over the last week. I've heard Amy Schumer has a thing for stealing jokes. Yes, that's yeah. probably fine. But, you know, she and Tig, good friends. Mm. So Tig will fight that fight. I've never seen Tig, but I'll have to look her up now. Yeah, you should. Check her out. Not Professor Blast off, that can be quite long. There's like 300 episodes of that podcast. But you should check her out on Comedy Bang Bang. She's mm. good dry humour on that. I still haven't checked out um, Mary Lynn Ra- Rice Cups. Ooh, uh, I know you don't like it, but... Yeah, let's... Yeah. let's. <laughs> I try. She is... Welcome to Are You Movie Mad, the only podcast that asks you questions to you. Well, there's probably other podcasts that ask questions to you, like, are you still listening? Hello? Is anyone out there? And we are also asking that question. Oh, I wouldn't ask that question. Mm. <laughs> I'm asking it. I'm just hearing an echo that's just thinking, like, oh, someone is asking the question back to me. That's polite. And I realise, no, that's just me. <laughs> <coughs> I am not well this week. So you're going to get a bit of coughing. I'm not going to edit that out because, hey, this is raw. Let's back down. Oh, yeah, are we going to wrestle now? We are. I thought we saved that for afterwards, usually. But I mean, no, we do it in the break. We don't watch the film. <laughs> and this week's especially specific, because uh, this week we're watching a film called Slither. So I'm going to wrestle you while we Slither. <laughs> I'm Andrew Jones. And I'm Johnny Ellis. And this is a podcast. Called? Are you moving, man? Yes, I are am. Moving, man? Are you moving, man? Always. I am. <laughs> A-Y-M-M. I am. Are you an I am? Yeah, sure. Are you an I am's cat? <laughs> I'm excited about um, this week's film. Why are we watching this week's film? Because Guardians of the Galaxy is out. Guardians soon. of the Galaxy Volume 2 is out soon. Is um, out this week, this Friday. Mm. Or maybe even this Wednesday. Usually Marvel would end up doing that thing in the UK where it's like, mm. ah, actually, we'll, we'll release it early. No, we'll release it even earlier. And eventually it becomes, <laughs> well, we've just released it three weeks earlier than you've even planned it. What are you it's doing? Strange. Yeah. <coughs> and why are we watching Slither? If Guardians because of the Galaxy, they don't have any correlation except you James know. Gunn directed and wrote. I love both. James Gunn. No idea. The Peter Gunn thing. What? Peter Gunn is a thing. Wow! 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 The Blues Brothers theme. Yes. Yeah. Okay, got you now. It's called the Peter Gunn theme. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Get educated <laughs> on James Gunn. Yes. I, is this his first then? Uh, the DVD? I think technically his first directorial film was Tromeo and Juliet back in 1996, but I mean, that's a bit hit and miss and if he directed or if someone else directed or whatever happened because trauma is weird the best horror comedy since Shaun of the Dead says the horror channel I mean they're not wrong this was two years after Shaun of the Dead though oh I got messed <coughs> up I thought 
I thought this was the one about the girl who has teeth in her vagina, but that's that's actually teeth. called teeth. Yeah. So I, don't I thought know, it was I... about the girl who had vaginas in her teeth. It's called vagina. Can I look at the um, the chapter titles, or are they too spoilerific? No, I mean they're just names. Oops. This is an entertainment film distribution film over here, so you get all the wonderful adverts for films that are coming out and have come out around that time. Mistress of Spices, starring Ashwara Ray and uh, Dylan McDermott. Oh. Ray Romano and Kevin James in Grilled. Oh, Take the lead with Antonio Banderas. Basic Instinct 2. The uncut version they're advertising. Stormbreaker. I do. Oh, memories. Based on a novel by Anthony Horowitz. Snakes oh. on a motherfucking... Sorry, a Monday to not, Friday play. Still not seen that. I was there date and day with that release date, so I was excited. Underworld, which one's that one? Evolution? Evolution. Yeah. I was almost going to see that in the cinema, and then it got an 18 rating, and I couldn't go and see it in the cinema. And The Alibi. Steve Coogan, Rebecca Romain, Selma Blair, James Brolin, Sam Elliott, Jamie King, John Leguizamo and James Marsden in a film no one's heard of. Yeah. That's incredible. <coughs> so, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I, yeah, I have no idea what to expect now. Like, there's eels What James Gunn stuff have you seen? Just Guardians, I think. You haven't seen Super? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen Super. Okay, right. Have you seen Dawn of the Dead, the remake, which he wrote? Oh, um, yes, but I don't know if I've seen all of it. I remember. Oh, you should have. It's great. Have you seen Scooby-Doo? He did Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Really? Yeah. I love Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Although it really annoyed me because they had the trailer, the teaser trailer for Scooby-Doo. <clears throat> you, the camera was going through this big manor and it was the uh, the voiceover was all going on <clears throat> like someone's, someone's returning and then you see a silhouette of Batman. And then it turns and it's Scooby-Doo. Yeah. With his ears. And it's yeah. just like... Did you get it? Oh, would you have rather had Matthew Lillard play Batman? I would have rather had a Batman movie. Would you have rather had then. Scooby-Doo play Batman? Yeah. <laughs> they have been in the film together, haven't they? Scooby-Doo and Batman. Not in a feature. For the feature. Not a live action. No. That's the know. next job. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Bat-Dog, Ben Affleck and Scooby-Doo are high-fiving. He's now in the Justice League. That's what the nine Batman movies are going to be about next year. Is incorporating the mystery machine. <laughs> I got the Batmobile on the mystery machine. What are we going to do? Um, well, I think we should all go and have a nice drink. <laughs> Jinkies, I want to get out of here. Oh, Scoob, I think we should fight crime. I really don't like the Joker. <laughs> Those are my impressions. I'm not good at impressions of characters and cartoons. But, yeah, I don't know what to... There's... There's, there's leech... a woman's leg in a bath. Yeah, and I there's, mean, there's, there's leech things. Is it all set in the bath? It's all set in a bath. It's like they a 90 around the bath. bath movie. Yep, I mean, it's right there on the back cover as well. It's a bath. Yeah. yeah. It tells you there's a bath. Guys, it's a bath movie. Who's in it? Is there anyone? Don't spoil yourself. Oh, sorry. I think it's best to go in blind, but know yeah. that some people come back to uh, work with James Gunn again. Frequently. I'm assuming Nathan's villain's in this, although I don't think I, I ever notice him. How can you never notice him? He is a 17%er. If he's in something, he raises the bar by 17%. Percy so, Jackson, too. You're watching it and you go, oh, he's, he's in it. Great. Wonderful. He's even more fun. I don't... Do yeah, not... I I didn't even notice. He was in uh, the latest episode of Rick and Morty, apparently. Yes, he was. I he was very clearly in it. Who did he play? He was the... Uh, alien guy who was going into the brain thing 
eating the Szechuan sauce. Watch it. Yeah. With him watching the emotional uh, occurrence of how Rick lost his family. Ah, oh, Szechuan. Do you think they'll bring it back? I don't care. No. I don't give a fuck. Really? A friend of mine already made Szechuan sauce based on the show. <laughs> he found a way to make it and did his own Szechuan sauce. <laughs> I don't care. What I do care about is Mr. Meeseeks, who Look we've now me. got. Look at me! Oh, Jerry! Oh, he's so cute. I went to go for the smiling one. There was a grumpy one, there was a caddy one. Where'd you get them from? Amazon. Oh, they got right. like a whole seller's department of uh, Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> my first one was uh, damaged in the post and they gave me a refund. Oh. What's your first one look like? My what, first one was going to be that one. But they... No, it just, it, they just just they got damaged and thus they re- they sent it back to the supplier. Oh, right. I was like, okay, no. So it didn't even get to you. Yeah, no. And then they told me two days later. No, it was meant to arrive two days ago. If it was damaged, tell me. I can order another one so I could get it soon. I wanted yeah. a Meeseeks. <laughs> you can get a uh, Meeseeks box money box. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell you how tempted I was to get that. Uh, and there's also a charades or like a, a truth and dare style, you know, game in a Meeseeks box. <laughs> so you press the button, the card comes out, and then you have to do whatever's on that card. Which is really, I mean, they've really gone out for that. I like how invested they are in Meeseeks. Because I have, since the day I saw that episode, since the day after, the, well, the morning after that aired in America, I was Meeseeks. Yeah, mad. <laughs> I love Mr. Meeseeks. Look at him. But I, uh, yeah, I think... Where are gonna, we? Oh, podcast, right. I think they're going to bring the Szechuan sauce back. You think? Yeah. Uh... Because Mulan's on its way again anyway. Oh, so when the Jennifer Lawrence remake of Mulan comes out. Jennifer Lawrence. Matt Damon, whoever's white, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah, they haven't cast Mulan yet. No, they? they haven't. Who played Moana? Cheese ethnic. <laughs> Boom. Done. The Rock. <laughs> yep, that's it. Lin-Manuel Miranda and The Rock are... Oh. Oh, oh. oh teaming up to play in one woman's suit in Mulan the puppet remake they're just gigantic animatronic puppets <laughs> um, yeah I honestly don't know what to expect with Sliver but it's a horror comedy yeah I think it's going to have a lot of gore but I don't think you're into it's, gore it's a 15 yeah but just know that I had be... clips of this pirated clips from YouTube on my MySpace page <laughs> that's how old this thing was thought you I... Thought you said a couple of days ago then. <laughs> no, no. Me and a couple of friends were watching. We watched like clips of it and quote it in business studies class because we'd rather do that than look at stocks and watch Dragons Den, which is what we were meant to do in business class. <laughs> That's what we were meant to do. So it's like, no, we'll go on Facebook and we'll go on YouTube and we'll watch clips of Slither and do quotes from Slither. We can't wait to see Slither. It's already out in America. We've already got clips of it and it's coming out soon over here. I remember in no, my I'm so school, fucking hungry in my life. It was uh, South Park was the big thing. Which South Park? The movie. Bigger, oh, good. Yeah. Good. Because um, you're older than me, of course. You're a decade older than me, so when you were watching South Park, it was just coming out. Yeah, I'm not older than you. Yeah, yeah, you are, because you're talking about South Park as if you're at school, and it's like, yeah, yeah. that was that had just came out at that point. Back yeah. in 1999, when you were talking about it with oh, your no, friends no. on the internet. At, yeah. At school in, in 2000 and... Yeah, in 2000, the year after it came out, and you were Wait, still talking about it. when did it come out? 1999. It came out in 1999? Yeah, 1999. That's weird, because... I didn't start high school until 2005. No, you're older than me. And that's when... Claim you're older than me for this moment. And that's when people were, like, sharing... Yes, what the fuck? (laughs) That's because they've just discovered South Park. Yeah. I discovered South Park when I was eight. It was on its second season. Channel 4 was showing it, and me and my brother were watching it, even though my parents told us we shouldn't. We stayed up late and watched it and stuck into his room to watch it. Uh, Pardon me, and it was great. (laughs) It was great. And then when we saw an advert for the movie coming out in 1998... 
what are we watching? Godzilla. Yeah. Went to see Godzilla and the adverts for that on there. You know, posters everywhere. It's like, oh God, we can't, can we go and see that? Oh. <laughs> then my mother let us rent it the day it came out from Blockbuster. <laughs> and when I found out it was a musical, I hated it. Really? It's like when I found yeah. Tom and Jerry, the movie was a musical. I hated that. As a kid, I, I don't like musicals Tom as a kid. They speak and they sing, and it's about a girl and her mm. and her stepmother and something and money. It's right. rubbish. <laughs> it's rubbish. And Tom and Jerry are friends who talk. Ooh, no, that's it's not good. It's atrocious. You just ruins everything. <laughs> no, what you want is half an hour of antics, half an hour of awkward racism, and half an hour of Hector the Bulldog. Do you know what the biggest um, selling the the most successful Song of the South. No, Birth of a Nation. Talking about racism. Successful um, live action musical is. Mamma Mia. Nope. Hesperay. No. Nope. Oh, I think I know. Go on. Walking on Sunshine. No. Nope. <laughs> Walking on Sunshine on Leith. <laughs> when they double build it, especially. Okay, we're going back to the older days. The racist musical. Blackface. Nope. Yellow face, the sequel. <laughs> Red face, the awkward threequel. Blackface 3D when they remade it in 3D. The Terminator <laughs> musical night. The producers. No. The producers too. We're still producing. No. Mel Brooks in. Please stop me. I've got a disease and I want to turn all my terribly mediocre movies into musicals because the producers was a great movie and became a hit. No. That's a long title. I'll give it that one. Blame is Ravler 2, colon, <laughs> everyone's dead, and France is gone. No, can I Ooh. just tell you? No. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road, but with everyone singing. No. Mediocre, 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 mediocre. I've got no other words for you. Is that what he says? No. Of course, the classic Mad Max act his uh, <laughs> big ballad. Yes, yes. Sounds like Spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Any now, that's a good Mad Max impression. <laughs> do you want to know? No. Go on, you do. It's the Muppets. No. No, let me finish. The Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> with Ricky Gervais. He rickied your face. I like the Muppets Most Wanted. Well, you are the person. <laughs> I wanted to be on the set for that. I actually, uh, I was in Tower Hill when they were shooting the wedding, oh, and right. I want. I was so tempted. I just wanted to walk over there, but they just finished shooting at that uh, point. I was like, ah, oh, bugger! I missed out on Kermit and Miss Piggy's big day, and it hurts. I was, clo- I was so close to Kermit and Miss Piggy's big day. Well, it turned out well, it actually wasn't their big day anyway because yeah. it was Constantine trying to ruin it. So I was happy about that. But even so, it was Muppet history. Um. No, but the uh, biggest live-action musical is apparently Beauty and the Beast. I'm just going to go and kill myself. <laughs> start the podcast. I still haven't seen Beauty and the Beast. And you see, shouldn't. I need to see Beauty and the Beast. But I can't go <coughs> tomorrow or Monday because back in chains aren't working. Don't bother. Ever. Just don't. It's It's not even... It's visually ugly. It's literally at the start, I think, oh, this is a good 3D, because there's a shot of a rose. And right. it feels like it's very round. And it's gorgeous. It's like, wow, that's a really round rose. In cinema projection, you don't feel that weight and that shape and scope. And then there's a song of Emma Watson round town. You know, everyone's singing about, bell, 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 she's wonderful and bookish and la, la, la. 
mm. whatever from the movie. Yeah, the original. And it's terrible in the movie. <laughs> and it's completely flat and there's no 3D in it. And it's immediately gone from gorgeous, wow, that's really good, to nothing. Mm. Yeah, Condon is not a good 3D director. Condon. <laughs> Welcome, Billy Condon. I've just seen the... Put on your Bill Condons, everybody. Let's have a safe directorial movie. I've just seen the first, <coughs> the first three words of the blurb. Okay. One humdrum evening. Da, 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 da. Let's run the bath this humdrum evening. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't. I I expect a lot of gore. A lot of gore. Well, it contains strong violence, gore, gore. and language. Gore and language. So it's got the English language in it, or maybe it's another country. Maybe. Maybe. Shall we start? Do you want to just start? I want to start. Do you want to slither into this? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I think this is. I think it's gonna involve in, an impregnation of some sort. What? Just during the film? Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll see how we can go. Let's wrestle. When you marry someone, you promise to love them forever. Baby. No matter how much. <laughs> they might change. Right? Baby, what happened to your face? It's just a beef steak. From Universal Pictures. Great is sick or something. Comes a film so shocking. Uh, we got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth! It will change the face <laughs> of horror. Marriage is a sacred bond, for better or worse. Much worse. <laughs> Chick is hardcore. Something's wrong with me. Slither. Time for story time with Johnny Ellis. <laughs> One hundred <laughs> It's again, again time for story time with Johnny Ellis. Take two. One. Action. <laughs> One hundred. And go. <laughs> We're recording, so sound speed. One. And One. go. <laughs> One hundred evening. Grant hits the local bar where he bumps into an old friend, Brenda. Abandoning their drinks for a moonlight stroll, the pair discovers the remains of what appears to be a meteor and a trail of glistening, noxious ooze leading to a pulsating, unidentifiable... Unidentifiable. Unidentifiable mass. Suddenly, the glob comes to life and overtakes Grant. The glob, it creeps and creeps. Penetrating his body with a pustule-covered tentacle, an alien parasite has found... And infected its unlucky human host, an unwilling transporter who now must continue to infect others in order to survive. So the back of the DVD case of Slither says that the person who wrote that has watched three minutes of Slither. <laughs> and those three minutes happen about 20 minutes into the film. Yeah. That's a really deep scene description of one scene of yeah. the film. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even mention the bath. No. There's a whole bath sequence and it doesn't even mention it. 
I was surprised it took long enough for the bath seat. I thought it was going to kick off with the bath seat. I thought it was going to open up with like the uh, tap, the uh, plug being put in. Yeah. And then like getting the water running, but it's like yeah. really hard to get the tap on because whoever did it last did it really hard the other <laughs> way, so it's really hard to twist it back on again because exactly. you hate that stuff. And then it's trying to dish out like that. Yeah. how much heat is actually in the boiler, and is the is it going to be too hot? Do you need to put some cold water in to kind of temper it out a bit, a little bit. You know, are you going to have like music on in the background? Are you going to relax to something? You're going to put the radio on. Just silence. Just silence. Yeah. You're just going to watch silence for Diagetic two hours and forty sound. minutes. <laughs> um. Beware of the glob. So this was slither. More B movie than I expected. I did not see Jerry Seinfeld whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know, it's more... Yeah, it's more... Uh, Again, James Gunn comes from a trauma background, as you can see, with, you know, mm. Tromaville references and Lloyd Kaufman, of course, cameoing again, right. as expected. So it comes from... He comes from the school of B-movies. The home, mm-hmm. you know, the, the queen of B-movies, if Roger Corman's the king. Then Lloyd Kaufman, I guess, would be the queen, or the pauper. Yeah, he's the pauper. He's not the prince. And now he's <coughs> a Marvel guy. Exactly. He's, you know, brought Marvel down to, hey, we can do this stuff and ruined Ant-Man. Do you like Guardians? It's okay. It's his weakest film yet. It's his weakest film yet? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, it goes Sliver, Super, and I, I rate them very highly. Right. Sometimes I think Super's better because it's more emotionally strength mm. strong, but this is a lot more fun. And then Guardians is way down by comparison. It's a 6 out of 10. Oh, right. It's really good for the first half hour, and then it falls into bland Marvel, here we go again action, and there's no stakes, yeah. boringness. And um, the trailers for the new one look atrocious. Atrocious, but baby goats in it. Yeah, I mean, look, we're going to advertise it with all the character names, and all I care about is the fact that Michael Rooker is still in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that Michael Rooker is somehow part of the Marvel Universe, it's just... You know, um, by the way, welcome back to the podcast, Michael Rooker from More Rats. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's his second time, and it's not going to be his last time. Ooh. He's got stuff coming up in just a month's time. Ooh. Yeah, you don't even know, Johnny. No. <laughs> you don't even know. Interesting. So now do you um, know who Nathan Fillion is? Yeah, yeah, I know. He's I handsome. Know he is now. Um, He's a handsome, I've charming fellow. I've never seen a, that TV show he did. Castle. No, 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 no. What's Drive. The... No. The one that Two guys, a girl, season. and a pizza place with Ryan Reynolds. No, no, the one that was one season. Drive. It got six episodes cancelled by Fox. Um, Two of the episodes ended up only being an online premiere. What was it called? Firefly. Uh, Serenity Now. Yeah. Have you seen Serenity? No. I saw Serenity before I saw Firefly. Ooh, and I then I went, oh, it's, yeah, it worked. Really? Oh, yeah, because it made me go back and watch Firefly. And love it all, and go back and appreciate Serenity. But it's fine on its own as a standalone. Yeah. But then it's even better as a film. Right. But they're all available on Blu-ray now. He seems like I a very unlucky highly. actor. He had seven seasons of Castle. Oh right, maybe not that. Unlucky. He found a niche eventually on bland, mediocre TV, in which he's the best part of it, of course. Right. So he made his he's made his money now, thankfully, and he's beloved. He's yeah. beloved. He's, yeah, everyone seems to love him. He's but he just doesn't. Seemed to get too much Captain success. Hammer? Captain Hammer. Dr. Horrible Single Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> he is, yeah, the hammer is, of course, his penis. <laughs> I can't really remember. I, you can't remember? I watched right. it about two years ago. 
Right, well, we're going to pause this for 45 minutes and watch it, and then pause it again for 45 minutes to watch commentary, the musical. Commentary. Commentary. <laughs> oh, I love commentary. Ninja Ropes is a great song. Um, so, let's get one Don't. thing out of the way. It's called Sliver, and it's not one... Sliver as in Sharon Stone watching a bunch of videos. Well, no, videos. My, my thing was, um, his name is Grant Grant. His Grant Grant. Grant Grant. Or Grant Grant. Grant Grant. Because it's Vancouver's version of the South. Yeah. Yeah, boy, howdy about them boys, because we do north. That's my impression of, you know. <laughs> Were any of these big names before, like, this happened? Michael Rooker's always been a class actor people have gone to. Elizabeth Banks was just finding herself off of 40-year-old virgin success, where she was still, where she stole those scenes. Jenna Fisher was just about to go she, into... Yeah, she, that wasn't... It was just before. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think even on the commentary, James Gunn mentions, there's my wife. Uh, she, she's just got a role on a big new show on NBC. They married? They were. Oh. This is, a, this is a film about marriage. Who's she married to now? I don't know. Who's he married to now? He's not. He's no. engaged. Is he engaged? He's got to go get girlfriends. She's not with... um. John Krasinski, no. Yeah. No. No, because Mary Poppins is with him. Yep, and what I hear, that's sometimes kind of... Ooh, it's not going well. Yeah, no, apparently what happened was he, uh, she went salmon fishing in the Yemen and then he went to Benghazi (laughs) and they just never met up again. Yeah, man, it fell apart in the Middle East, that marriage. She was just, she was just fishing, he was just shooting. They just couldn't get together. They need a, um, a Cat Stevens song to make it all right. Well, it is a wide world. <laughs> um, so yeah, I liked, I liked it. It was fun. You're just going. What is the film? You haven't even explained what the film is. I you, did. I told you. You explained fight. You. Sp- right. <laughs> I told you that exactly Grant Grant scene. and Brenda Gutierrez at yeah. that point, because she's married to that half Mexican, according to <laughs> Grant Grant, go out for drinks. Yeah. Despite the fact that he's already married. Well, it doesn't say he is married. No, I know. They don't want to sell you on the fact that he's an adulterer. Yeah. Adultery doesn't sell. Um, Adultery does sell. It's like a... Are you excited for Unfaithful? Is that what it's called? Never. Unforgettable? Whatever that one is with uh, Rosario Dawson and Catherine Heigl coming up soon. Not ahead of it. Right, well, Catherine Heigl is the ex-wife of some bland white guy and Rosario Dawson is a new wife. And Catherine Heigl doesn't like the fact that Rosario Dawson has taken her, her man. So she's going to ruin her by making her online you know, accounts look like she's cheating on him and trying to destroy her career and everything. And then everyone's like, no, Rosario Dawson, you're crazy. Catherine Heigl's a lovely woman. The white girl is fine. You're the crazy one. <laughs> and that's the movie. That's a film that's coming out soon. They had a trailer for it before another film a couple of weeks ago. I started giggling because it's just one of those... Oh my god, this is really a movie film. So like that uh, what was that Beyonce Knowles film a couple of years ago with Idris Elba? There's another White Girl is Crazy movie. No idea. Oh, Beyonce these films Idris they make. Elba. Yeah. And there was another one with uh, Morris Chestnut and something else. It's like Screen Gems every year they put together a April movie which is a uh, you know, black girl has to fight a crazy white girl thriller. <laughs> it's every year. It's like the, you know, Wait, is it a thriller or is it a... Yeah, it's a thriller. It's, it's not a romantic comedy. It's not a comedy. No, it's a thriller. It's one of those kind of, you know, PG-13 but close to being adult thrillers. Oh, I thought it was one of those zany comedies. No, things. no, it's a serious drama, thriller, action, you know, piece where they're going to fight each other. I don't buy it. I need to see this trailer now. Well, you can't see the trailer. It's a, it's a godly awful. 
Peter's like, oh, this is a real movie? Why are we doing this? It just doesn't... It works better as a comedy. It should be a comedy. It should be a comedy, but they know they're trying to take it seriously and it's embarrassing. We can write that comedy. (laughs) We could. Guys, we're going to stop this podcast and we're going to write a zany comedy about how white people be crazy, (laughs) y'all. I think we are, as two white people, going to bring it down... We're going to keep it 100. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be... It's going to be lit. I think we're going to, you know, really sell to the masses. (laughs) No. No, when I say masses, I do not mean masters in a racist voice. I see what you're saying, Johnny. <laughs> Tyler Perry presents masses. <laughs> you racist. But um, so Slither, it's basically a a monster, a B movie, monster movie. It's a body horror. Body horror. Yeah. Alien invasion yeah. zombie thriller. Yeah. Comedy. It's not the best comedy since Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> horror comedy. Best horror. It's not the best it horror is. comedy since Sean. It is. Then what? Name a two thousand and five horror comedy. Baboom. Exactly. Touche, but I. So there you go. Between two thousand and four and two thousand and six, there were two horror comedies that were great. Shaun of the Dead, Slither. Right. Mm. Yes. What What happened? What after two thousand six? Oh, I'm oh, just saying, saying between power. those years, between the time that that Shaun of the Dead came out and this quote came out. Right, So okay. it was fine for that point. It no. was. It genuinely was. Still holds up very well. But it's not better. Best since. No. Best okay. since. Right, touche. There's a difference. Yeah. Again, Shaun of the Dead, like Super, has a stronger emotional core. Yeah. Whereas this is a lot more slathered and fun. Yes, it is slathered and fun. And goo and prosthetics. Um... Oh, bright star, big bright shiny star. Prosthetics. Oh. <laughs> and Dave, Dave and Mark Wahlberg's penis. Prosthetics. <laughs> Prosthetics. You mean it wasn't? Oh. No, he had to make it smaller. They <laughs> couldn't believe a twenty was real. <laughs> um. I was surprised that they. It was only through the mouth. I thought that's what the whole bath scene was going to be. I don't be. know what that even means because we haven't talked about what this film is. Well, these. So in eight, there's an after, there's a meteor. And a meteor crashes down. In I've a, already told you about this. In, Will, in, in Willsey, in Willsey, South, whatever. Yeah, South America. <laughs> in during Deer Cheer, two thousand and five. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. I was wondering at, at first if it was a period piece. It is a period and piece. And it said 2005. Well, like, at the time, if it was a period piece. It, it was, because it's released in April 2006. <laughs> so it is. Yeah, so there you go. You have Mayor Greg Henry. Yep, who plays Mayor Greg? Greg Henry. Yeah. Yeah, that's the actor. I don't oh, remember right. his name. <laughs> he's Mayor Greg Henry, because he's Greg Henry, and, you know, his first words are, uh, move your fucking car, you cocksucker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's the best. he's one of my favourite kinds of mares, that kind of aggressive but charming <laughs> and vulgar. But sweet. <laughs> Means well but doesn't really give a shit. I like those kind of characters. Um So yeah. an asteroid comes down, a meteor asteroid. comes down, there's yep. a weird thing in it, it's it pokes a uh what do they call it there? A pustule. Pustule, a pustule covered yep. tentacle. Yeah. Into Michael Rooker. You get X ray mode. Oh yeah, that goes all the way up in him. Yeah, it's really nicely done. Um, and then he gets gradually better and better looking. Oh no, it's it's just a bee sting. Just just a a bug bite. Yeah, 
And then eventually he becomes monstrous. Gets yep. has a squid like tentacle thing. <laughs> yeah. He, his bones become gone. He <laughs> he whacks a guy's baseball cap off, and then the baseball cap is just revealed to be part of the thing he's done because he split the guy in half. Yeah. Which that with was... intestines falling out. Yeah. That was pretty... That was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember that. I was remember being 15, watching that cinema, going, oh, so this what, is cool. What were the scenes you saw in um, on YouTube? It was Brenda. Brenda. Um, I never thought I could be so hungry. <laughs> She's fucking crass. And then the explosion. <laughs> that was the main one. Yeah. Oh, I remember that so vividly. We even, they even actually released a Slither soundboard at that point as well. <laughs> so you could have, uh, you know... I've never seen anything like this, and I watch Animal Planet all the fucking time. <laughs> Things like that, just these random quotes, which are random, you know, in the film, they're, they're fine, but now I just listen to them and go, well, I remember that more distinctly than any other line of dialogue in this scene, because I listen to it all the time in business studies class. <laughs> this was um, a bomb, but I was the one who was such a fan at 15 of this film. But it's like a cult classic now, isn't it, really? It's beloved by people yeah. who've seen it, yeah. yeah. Got, you know, four stars in Empire. Yeah. That should have pushed it up. Oh, jeez. Nathan Fillion was... I mean, I, I was going to see it anyway because I was, I was like, oh, I'm on board with Nathan Fillion because I'd seen Serenity in October before right. that. Okay. And thus I'd seen Firefly now and I was a full Nathan head. A Fillion, a Fillion fella. It feels like he should be bigger. He should be bigger, but uh, I, he is. He's big enough. He's got, you know, what, a million followers on Twitter at this point? Yeah. Again, seven seasons of a show your mother watches in America. <laughs> Over here wasn't big. Yeah. In America. Whoa. Those ratings. Yeah. Oh, it, they they were sad to cancel it. Because uh, Stan Akatic, the uh, love interest of the show, left. Right. And everyone was like, oh, we can't really continue the show without the other lead. And CBS was like, no, ABC, sorry, was probably like, yeah, you can, <laughs> look, you get 10 million people watching every week, please. Then they said no. So they had to cancel it after seven seasons, and Nathan Fillion's like, well, I'm out of a job now. And what, he hasn't been in anything, like, steady since? Well, that was last, that was this last season. Oh, right. Yes, okay. that's literally just happened, you know, last year. Right. But he's doing the web series Con Men with Alan Tudyk. Hmm. They managed to get Kickstarter finance for that, even though they got backing from other places. So they'll think that's very suspicious. Mm. Yeah. Mm, questionable. Mm. Yes. Anyway, Nathan Fillion, lovely. Seems lovely. Yeah, he would seems like a nice enough. Hang out with that guy. And yeah. Would love I don't, to see I don't him do more see success. Why people love him that much? But he, I guess I haven't seen enough of his. I think I haven't seen Firefly. You watch Firefly, so. you'll be like, you'll be charmed and dead with this yeah. man. How he deals with Adam Baldwin. How do you how do you do it to who? Adam Baldwin. Adam? Don't know. I he don't know Adam Baldwin. A, a repugnant human being, a fine mm. actor, but a repugnant human being. He goes. Mm. He's on Twitter. He goes really harsh white wing with mm. his beliefs, and he'll tweet anyone and have an argument with them about his beliefs and you know gun control and mm. abortion. You know, and anti-gun control, pro-abortion. No, anti-abortion kind of. Yeah. He's mm. awful. Mm. Okay, great actor. Yeah. Awful human being. But Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Also in this. Last scene in Power Rangers. Krispy Kreme. Yeah. My Krispy Kremes. That's why I was wondering. Which is why in this film they've redubbed it. I don't know if you, we were watching the uh, new upcoming Blu-ray release of this film. <laughs> and it's got a special redubbed version with Michael Rooker playing 
you know, Grant is always calling out going, I've got your Krispy Kremes, darling. I think she should eat Krispy Kremes in every, every movie. Yeah. I think that Golden Circle logo at the start, because that's also at the start of the Pitch Perfect films, should be a Krispy Kreme donut for Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> I think at this point, just lean into the pro mar- pro Krispy Kreme marketing. <laughs> what other films will Elizabeth Banks do? I got a mist- I got a mixed up with um Ooh. Fast and Furious Eight. Charlie's. Charlie's, yeah. You thought she was Cipher? Yeah. I thought she was Cipher, but I was thinking Joe Pantaleone from The Matrix. <laughs> when she started thinking, when they were talking about meat, I thought she was going to eat a steak and say, you know, ignorance is bliss. And then she's <laughs> back in The Matrix again, and she's fine. I haven't watched a Matrix trilogy. It. Ages. Oh, I was about to say it holds up, but you said trilogy. <laughs> it holds up. The other two stank. Yeah. Stank. And I kind of enjoyed the third one when it came out, because I was so disappointed on the second one. But no, they're both... Ugh. I don't remember liking the second one. <clears throat> it's... I mean, even the, the big standout stuff is ugly and awful. Hmm. But Monica Bellucci, she's not ugly or awful. <laughs> she's Monica Bellucci. <sighs> Sorry, we're talking about Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> Yes, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, <laughs> oh no, wait, you want to talk about Nathan Fillion? <laughs> Michael Rooker. Oh, <laughs> interesting. At the start of this film, I was thinking, you know, because you know, he's there just in his pants. It's like, fair play to him. His glasses. He's were... pretty cut. Yeah, his glasses were nice. Yeah, interesting, yeah. Mm. They shape his face in an interesting way. Yeah. They make him look less... They make him look interesting, but... Because he's always bald, he always looks older than he is. Mm. But he, like, yeah, no, he looks so much younger in uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, with a little bit of hair all over his face, yeah. he can look. I mean, when you look back, more rats was two thousand. Yeah. was nineteen ninety five, and he looked. Yeah, you know, he looked. Yeah, he's Claire Ferlani's father. And that's fine. Yeah. In this, you know, it kind of it feels like a weird thing that he's old, but he just looks old. And then you put a bit of hair on him, as you say, Walking Dead. Yeah, he looks young. So bald people grow hair. <laughs> That's what that's our giveaway to you. I think we've uh, successfully helped people. Yeah. If you want to listen to more of our interesting and helpful life experiences, spiritual advisories, you can buy our taped lectures. Where can you buy them at? What's the website? Um. No, just any alleyway. We'll, we'll www.justanyalleyway. Just any alleyway. <laughs> and what's the uh, phone number for that? Oh, wait, four, five. Right. Just come. <laughs> and what numbers are they? Five, eight. He's thinking about it genuinely. Five, That's eight, impressive. seven, eight. Uh-huh. Two, eight, six. Or you can call Johnny's mobile number at oh three two one five seven nine two three one two four nine eight one two. Star. Hold. Wait for the response on the computerised thing. Press 1. Press 2. Press 1, then 2 in quick succession. Hold down 1 and 2. And then press 5, then 5. Then 6 and 9. Because that's always funny. I don't know why you program how to do that. And also, uh, what's the country code for that one? Plus three five three. Three five three. I always get that confused with plus three five two, which is uh, the Bahamas. Is it? Yeah. 
Do you know what plus three five three is? That's the Canary Islands. No. Where where are you located these uh, days? I'm located where uh, Skywalker is. In just off of San Francisco. Yeah. Oh wow! You, wait, sure. you got the you got the place just opposite the ranch. <laughs> Good for you. I got the place in the ranch. Well, that'd be nice. Oh right, so you're squatting. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's cheating at that point. <laughs> you're not really living there. You're not really living there. You're just existing. There. <laughs> no one truly lives at the ranch. Oh, I don't truly live. Exactly. Until you start swinging your lightsaber around, you're not truly living. And are you, are you swinging your lightsaber around at the ranch? Always. Uh, speaking of swinging your lightsabers around, Slither. Slither. Worms. Worms. Big, bulky Brenda. Not as CGI heavy as I There's expected. There's a lot of it, there? There is, but... Uh, but they're prosthetics looked, as well. Yeah, yeah, it looks They go prosthetic, for the whole sometimes. kind of nasty, grim animatronics and creatures and puppets mm. and deers, zombie deers. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. I. What about the song at the end? The song at the end. Baby, I love you. Just leave me the fuck alone. Oh yeah. <laughs> By the Yahoos. Was it made specifically for that? I do not believe it would be. I love that song. I <laughs> had that on my pre-iPad MP3 player for years, listening to it on the loop. Do you think it will be in the uh, Guardians? Too? I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope he goes back to the old music, <laughs> because the music he chooses. Oh god, the trailers again. Even the music for these trailers just doesn't fit. I hate how the first one uses the Uga oh. Chaka Uga Chaka. Oh, it does? Yeah. Because um, that's from uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Oh, what, you mean the first one, the first one? I thought you meant the yeah. first trailer for the first No, 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 the first film. Oh, yeah. Well, that popularised it, didn't it? It ruined it for everyone. No. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs made it a thing yeah. for us as a generation, but, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy popularised it to people who would too. Like, I don't want to feed people sitting around talking. I want the big raccoon fruit in. Yeah. Thank you, Danny Dyer, for appearing on this podcast. That was impressive. Fuck hi. I'm back on extended now. Is he? Probably. Probably. I need my career back. Sporting football blunders. Um, I'm at a film with 50 Cent. Remember that film? No. Dead Man Running? No. Yeah, I'm the Dead Man Running. <laughs> Every time I sang Cent. He's an Oscar winner as well, isn't he? Yeah. Technically. Yeah. For that rap I did. No, for the short film. For that short film rap. It's called Rap. Is it? Yeah. How does Danny Dyer become an awesome person? It's simple. He speaks into a microphone. I'm rapping, I'm rapping, I'm Danny Dyer rapping. How's it go with you? What are you doing? Push that button. Hit record. Engineer... Hit rec- are you hit record? Hit record, mate. Fucking hit record, you can't. Thank you, you muppet. There was an exclusive uh, clip of Danny Dyer's audition for East Hamilton. <laughs> Where he was going to play... Hamilton. Eliza Skylar. <laughs> and fucking Peggy, alright? Slither. Would love if Danny Dyer was just going. If Danny Dyer and Jim Broadbent got the roles of Angelica and Eliza Schuyler, I mean, I've got, I'd say I'd get my tickets for. I'd be there night one, but I am. Yes, I've already got that. That's settled. That's done. But I would go back. I would. I would punch my way to back to night two. 
I'd be like Jason Statham, I'd be punching my way through. I wonder who is going to be playing Hamilton. Gotta be Lynn. Lynn has gotta be playing Hamilton. Yeah, at he's like he'll, at least night one. He's like yeah. actual actor, stand aside. Yeah. I'm on the London stage. Yeah. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah. <coughs> oh dear. Sorry, I just got sick on the idea of Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> reprising his role before like a decade. No, he's gonna kill. He's gonna wait a long time before he goes back. It'll be a thing in Lucky. Just you wait. Slither. Slither. Is wonderfully gory. Laugh out loud. Slither delivers. And that's Mark Adams in the Sunday Mirror. Yep. Slither delivers. What do you think? Does I, Slither deliver? I think Does it Slither just sliver? Yeah, I think I, I think it, it would fit for Fright Fest. Would you be happy to have an alcoholic beverage at the Prince Charles and watch this as part of a move, a midnight movie marathon of like silly, gory action B movies from like the eighties and nineties yeah. and nineties? Yeah, yeah. With like a John Carpenter vibe, or yeah, yeah. You're like big. Yeah, but Big Trouble would be a good one. Yeah. This. Trevor's. They live. They live. Okay. If you want to go for that carpenter instead, I was, I was going for fun, not boring. They live is fun. It is tediously dull. Oh, they live was the There's first like a couple of fun moments in it, but it's so fucking dull. They live was the first film I saw at the Prince Charles. They're taking a pen on one, two, three is the first film I saw on Prince Charles. Yeah. Yes. I've got it on Blu ray. I've not seen it again since. That's the original. Is that That's the original? Yeah, it was from a It was. I, I enjoyed how much fun it was, despite the fact that it was quite racist. Um, I'm trying to think what other Carpenter... The fog. It doesn't have to be Carpenter, I'm just, you know, like that kind of... Carpenter-esque. Yeah, that era of... Yeah, like like I said, Tremors would be fitting really well with this. Starship Troopers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've not seen Tremors. I figured by the fact you didn't respond, like, yeah. oh, yes, that's perfect, because Tremors is fucking... Kevin Bacon, right? Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yes, he's on my list. He's on everyone's list. <laughs> if you're lo- if you're signed if you're logged into EE, he's on your list. <laughs> yeah, he keeps <sighs> trying to call. Trying, I'm trying to think of other. Was there is there anything recently in the last couple of years? That's a good horror comedy action kind of um, violent piece of thing. Good, not boring, and everyone says good. Horror comedy action. Yeah, well, horror comedy with a decent amount of gore. Which isn't like oppressive, God, but fun. God. All the films from the last few years of Fright Fest have just out of my mind. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm thinking as well. What do you think? What that you got? Turbo Kid was like, uh, I mean, it's got moments, but it's yeah, Turbo little... Kid, I wasn't a huge fan of. No, I was really excited for it, and then I saw it. I thought, eh, it goes on way too long. Yeah, it takes itself a little bit too. Oh, aren't we quirky? As opposed to let's just indulge ourselves. Yeah, I couldn't imagine going through it again. Best thing was the uh, guy who has his intestines chained to the bike, so it just kind of rips through mm. as he's riding, as he's doing the exercise thing. That was a nice touch. Inf- moments of creativity are nice. Don't the know only, how got a 15. The Fucking only recent um, Carpenter-esque film I can think of is It Follows, but it's not really funny. Oh. 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 Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it in the you cinema. Didn't, you didn't like Everyone it. said it was going to be great. Everyone said it was amazing. So I saw it. And it was boring. <laughs> I was bored. And then it ended like it was Let the Right One In as well. Hey, you can't end a horror thinking... film in a swimming pool after Let the Right One In. Unless oh, it's Let Me but In. Let, 
Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're doing a, a little adaptation again, that's fine. Just making sure Let the Right One In is good, right? You like Let the Right One In. No. Oh, come on. I went to a BFI preview because everyone said it was great and I paid extra money to go and see it. And Let, it was like, uh Let the Right One In or It uh, Follows, if you had to watch one of them right now. Oh, I'd say, can I watch Let Me In? Because even though it's not very good, I still get Rich Jenkins. It does have um, Chloe Grace Moretz. Grace by name, Grace by nature. It's got Richard Jenkins. And I love Richard Jenkins. I love Richard Jenkins. I I will do anything for Richard Jenkins. I'd do anything for Chloe Grace I will probably even one day watch Dear John so I get some Richard Jenkins in me. (laughs) He's in Dear John, by the way. I always found that weird. It's like, you've just just got an an Oscar nomination for The Visitor and you go straight around and do an Amanda Seyfried, Channing Tatum, what's his name, Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah, why not? Because he can do better. You should just do another movie with Alice and Janney. They seem to get along well. <laughs> they seem to be friends. They, I, I bet they're friends in real life. I don't know. They just look like people who probably be friends. Wolf Cop could be a, but I've not seen it. I saw but I imagine five it minutes a, of it and gave up. I, I imagine it would be a fun. It no. was cheap. That's yeah. it's, it's the kind of problem that it looks mm. like it's from a you know nineties straight to video kind of crap. Yeah, right. Not like oh we're clever we're doing it. It's just like oh we don't know what we're doing with film. One of the later uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets, probably. I'm From what not... I gather, he becomes funnier and funnier. Yeah, but at that point, at what cost? You lose the yeah. stakes, don't you? That is the problem with funny. You've got to be careful with funny. Slither is funny, but there's also a sense of, oh shit, people are dying. <laughs> you know, people yeah. are getting their heads blown up. I liked how it ended. <coughs> like, you know, pretty much everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. They're yeah. going to have to walk to the hospital. And they have no clue what's going to happen next. No one has a clue what happens next. But you don't even ask, because you're just well, like, well, we shit. We have a tiny clue after the credits. We do have a stinger. Yes. Thank well, you. there's a lot of stingers in that, that, That's what I was joking yeah. about. I just wanted to, you know, punch it home. <laughs> um, so, is has there ever been rumours of... Nope. Because this was a huge flop. No one saw this film. No one asked. No one saw it. <laughs> so, and, you know, everyone who saw it was happy with what they got. They didn't, want, they didn't need any more. They just want to see more James Gunn. And they got Super. And Super was Super. And then we got Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was fun, different. Bland. When you've got James Gunn, who has done these kind of crazy, like, oh, we're going to see how far we can push our buttons. Film. Mm. Like like this. Or, or Super. Really fucking plays around with things. I love where that goes. What that does. The Ellen Page scene. Yeah. Oh, what dreams may come. <laughs> it's wrong to fantasize about the rave scene, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no, but uh, to see him just do that, it's like, oh, that's disappointing. Because <laughs> it should be really exciting, but you obviously can only do so much. Mm-hmm. And again, Guardians of the Galaxy made Edgar Wright's Ant-Man not happen. How, wait, how, how does it... Because they were taking the risk on the music on that one. Right. And they said, well, we want to go back to an original score for this one. So your every action scene is set to a specific song can't happen. And that's why um, they had to fall again. But he's allowed to do it again. Who? James Gunn. Oh, James Gunn is, has got you know, complete freedom oh, for that. Yeah. But because they were taking risk on the first time around with that, yeah. with that one, they said, well, we can't do this twice. Because if this doesn't work, we've already got this one in production. Then Marvel's fucked. Because we're not going to make a billion. <laughs> so, you know, they made it out man bland and boring. I tried to watch it again a couple of weeks ago. 
got like 10 minutes in and just that I don't care. Yeah. It's just an I don't care film. But hey, thought it, it's, it's, no, it's not Michael Peña and Chips, let's face it. <laughs> Can't believe you've seen Chips. I have not seen Chips. <laughs> but you have. I have not. I am so distressed. Because it was only it was out for a week. And I, I was kind of busy. And then I got a bit sick. And then I was going to go and catch it on the Thursday. But the third, because uh, Ghost in the Shell had come out oh, a day yes. early. They put Thursday screenings on. They only had one Thursday screening. At nine o'clock, and that was it. It's done, yeah. and that's it. It's the end. It ended its run. Jeez. So I never got to see chips. And as a, as a mild fan of Hit and Run, I thought you know, oh, Dak Shepard did well with that. It, it, the action sequences look great, mm. even if there was no comedy in the film. Even if you put Tom Arnold in it and you get no comedy out of it, it's like, well, why would you do that? He's great in True Lies. Go back to True Lies. True you Lies haven't seen True Lies. I've, oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I haven't seen it. It in was years, on so. TV last week in HD, and because we haven't got a Blu-ray release of this bloody film forever, oh, right. it's like, oh yeah, gosh, it still it looks nice, <laughs> and it's fun. And Tia Carrera, <sighs> Tia Carrera, she was beautiful, wasn't she? Who was the other guy in it? Art Malik. Yeah. Yeah. No. What was he in? I think was he in the or was he in a UK thing like that? I think it was D. I think it was Doctor over here. I don't know. I know him from something else. Anyway. From directing great movies like uh, Knight of Cups. <laughs> Terence Malick is very artsy, so Art Malick. Da 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 ba da ba. Slither. Slither. Yes, that was a theme song from Slither, <laughs> starring Michael Rooker, and nobody else. <laughs> he gives a. He gives it his all. He's a physical performer, that man. He does, he does. You just watch him transforming and there's no CGI. It's just like a sound effect on the soundtrack and you realise, oh no, he's just doing that with his veins. <laughs> he's pretty good at that stuff. He just opens his shirt and he's got these two wangdings flickering around. It's like, that's just Michael Rooker on a daily basis. Just fucked up on the day. Oh, yeah. He's just like, oh man, look what just happened. <laughs> Rip, squiggly, squiggly, squiggly. Was there Sean Gunn at the end? In the uh, pit of people. Uh, I thought it was, oh, I, I don't quite I see. Didn't even notice. Because I know James had a yeah, cameo, James had, had a shameless talking cameo trying to hit on Liz <laughs> Banks. Because if you're directing, that's what you do. Yeah. If you're directing a film starring your wife as well, yeah, you're going to hit on the lead instead. I forgot about Sean Gunn. No, wow. I thought you were a Gilmore Girls Yeah, fan. I am. That's no, distressing. Like, yeah. I, that's why I was talking to you about it, because I figured, you know, you like yeah. that show. I do, I do like that show. It's coming back apparently again. Hopefully. No, it's not. It might be. It can't be coming back. Why not? Because Amy Sherman Palladino is doing two seasons of The Amazing Mrs. Mavel on Amazon. <gasps> so, Gene bitch. Wow. They said, we love your pilot. Let's do two seasons of that at least. And she said, yes, please. Because Bunhead's only got one season. Wow. I thought she was Netflix's bitch. No. Don't use the word bitch. <laughs> I think, you know, isn't Jill Soloway working on something for Netflix as well now, even though she's got two series on Amazon? They work around each other, these people. You stick with your own, right? Well, that's what you say if you're on a Hulu and you can't get anything else. <laughs> Speaking of which, we've got a new Hulu show coming up. Really? I wish. Oh. I wish we had that kind of power. <laughs> hey, guess a Hulu show. I don't know what we do. Would we write it? Would we direct it? Would we animate it? Because it would certainly be animated because we're not going to put our faces on the screen. <laughs> Probably do all... We do. It's like the Ricky Gervais show. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna re- just, we can just we can just remake the Ricky Gervais show, but live action, but animated. We're gonna rotoscope it. 
It's going to be us You've recreating. Got the laugh down. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I've got a bad throat. And you could do Steve Merchant. Do you know what would be great in our show? Steve Nolte. He would be great, but he's not available these days. Is he? Oh, I think he is. <laughs> I don't think he is. What about yes and bitch? I don't know what that means. I do know yes and my throat is ripped apart. <laughs> So I can't call Nick Nolte on my phone to bring him I can. Over. I can call him mine. Oh, good. Well, I hope you do call him. I put it on speaker so everyone can hear you calling him. Go on. I will leave him be for long. He's not answering for some reason. Hello? Oh. Oh, thank God. I feel awful. I feel awful. You always feel awful. I'm the spawn of Satan. <laughs> Okay, we gotta go. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> he sounded different. He sounded ill. Yeah, I think he's got a cold. Oh, it must be Probably. spreading. Probably spreading like worms. Just slithering up people's <laughs> mouths. Making them hive minds of an alien creature. <laughs> this is a fucking weird film. It is, but it's fun. It's like now it's like half an hour is just this long prologue and then it's three days later and suddenly everything happens. <laughs> Kind of crazy. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. I forgot. I didn't. I forgot the whole opening sequence until it just happened. I'm like, oh, wait a second. When are we going to get to the farm? We got all this stuff to get through, and then within five minutes, it's like, oh, I remember this scene. I remember this scene. I remember this scene. I remember this scene. Highlights. Highlights from a teenager who watched this film infinitely. Ah, oh, was one of my first horror films I saw in the cinema. I think it might be my first horror film I saw in the cinema because I was really scared to go and see it. I remember trembling when I was buying a ticket because I was nervous about how scary it might be. Mine was signs. Oh boy, that was terrifying. Watched that at home, and that moment when it just walks, when it just walks out of that bush. Yeah. Oh, we all jumped. Me, my brother, my mum, my dad. My brother oh, refuses to watch it ever again. Yeah, no, I've got it on Blu-ray, and it's still in cellophane. I like John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Like John C. Riley. Oh. He is adorable. He is. And Elizabeth Banks, who looks exactly the same. You look, yeah, she, she does. She just, she just she holds up. You know what they say? Banks she don't cranks. A Krispy Kreme donut. That's what it is. Every day you put Krispy Kreme frosting on your face. <laughs> Perfect. Forever. Try it at home, kids. Find your nearest Krispy Kreme. Get the Power Rangers special. Eat them all, <laughs> and then sing "Stand by Me." <laughs> when the nights walk there was a Sutherland in this. Yeah, Kiefer. No, it wasn't Kiefer. He was shooting people in the But it was Chloe. Sutherland. I wonder if they're related. There was a Stasiland. Does that help anyone? Not in this. I mean, just in general, there was a Stasiland. It's probably helped them. Yeah? Yeah. There's Switzerland. You been to there? No. You, you, you've been to Switzerland, but you've never been to you. <laughs> Would you um, if if there was a country called Sutherland, would you go there? Yeah. I'll, would you go to Would you go to a theme park called Sutherland? <laughs> oh, we split up in two. It'd be Donalds and Kiefer's. <laughs> if only. <laughs> I would go to Donald Sutherland. If only we've got time. Like when's that theme park? Um, the Paramount theme park. The theoretical Paramount theme park that doesn't, yeah. probably doesn't really exist. Well, it's coming out soon in 2019 or something. Yeah, but so is it still real got... still? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Is it real still? Yeah. It's oh, it's just, it's just it's Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. punching robots. Yeah. 
And there's one is just like, are you Chappy? And it's Hugh Jackman just punching him on the top. But if we talked to them... If Real Steel 2 was just him fighting Chappy. If we talked to them... Suddenly Chappy would be worth it. We could turn it into a 24 land. And you spend the entire... A 24 hour party people Yeah. Land. So no, you're there with Steve Coogan getting... And you're running around with Kiefer Sutherland. Because he likes London anyway. So... Do you know who else likes London? Who else likes Woody London? Harrelson. Really? Yeah, he got lost in London. Yeah. Does he like it anymore now? He's now he's he came back. Did he? He came back to film Getting Lost in London. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. So he must yeah. like it enough. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Woody Harrelson, now off the weed. <laughs> That's a distressing sound, isn't it? What happens now? I'm just a man wilder now he's not on it. Who, 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 who weeds the weed when Harrelson's not there? He was the weed man. Well, you still got Snoop Dogg. Who? Snoop Dogg, eat dog. Snoop, Snoop Dogg, eat dog. Starring Nicolas Cage, Willem Dafoe, and Huggy Bear. <laughs> How does that film go? Is it awful or is it worse? Is it is it made better because of Snoop Dogg's appearance if Snoop Dogg was in Dog Eat Dog? It's just him in the background smoking the entire time. He's, he has no impact. Does he just turn to the camera and, goes, and just say, Smoke weed every day? <laughs> Please. Cut to black. I, yeah, if, yeah, if every scene just ended with him, cut, with him just doing that. Or like, snippity tippity, y'all. <laughs> like, you know, they're burying a body. It's like, hip to clip. <laughs> Gin and juice. <laughs> Just all the classics. I'm hip. <laughs> I enjoy the works of the D-O-double-G. I don't think I'd know any of his songs if I heard them. You should. Probably should. He, you know, he was enjoyable. He's yeah. always been enjoyable. He's been an enjoyable presence in everything he's done. I'm a fan of the dog. I have a few of dogs. This dog don't bite. Because he's too sedate. <laughs> Touché. Yes. He's touche. <laughs> he's two Michael Shays in one becomes one Snoop Dog. <laughs> Is that how you do it? Is that your black mouth? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you see Black Mouth starting Johnny Depp? You're proud of that one, aren't you? Oh my god, I'm proud of that one. You played Whitey. <laughs> Slither. Slither. Are you movie? Are you mad that you watch this movie? Are you I'm not mad? Movie mad. I'm Cover. slightly movie mad. Yeah. I'm not in like I, it was enjoyable. On the pantheon of James Gunn's films, where would you rank this? Um. Ooh, we're getting close to the microphone for this part. I think I'd go super. Is number one great. Um, I'd say super super. Guardians of the Galaxy is number cut. two, and this is number three. Right, we're of, done here. These are the films that he's directed, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was it was entertaining. This is better than Guardians of the Galaxy forever. <laughs> no part of Guardians of the Galaxy is better than this. There's not one moment, one line, one shot that is better than anything in Sliver. Music. music. There's not music that's better than this. <laughs> Baby, I love you. <laughs> but leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Is it tops everything. I love how um for this sequel, uh he was Slither like two. he he was, was saying, like I don't care. No no for for the Guardian sequel he was yeah. saying, Oh yeah, I couldn't kind of figure out how to continue the story until I brought baby Groot into it and then it's like, yeah, and then you knew you'd make money. <laughs> That's Well, I mean I don't think adorable small characters 
that you can say on Flash Toys would ever make money. I would never he buy. Says, well, he hand, well, he holds the Mr. Meeseeks up to his face. Ooh-wee. <laughs> what have we? Uh, what have we got next week? No, where are you? Well, next week we're going. Uh, it's May. Gosh, we're in May already. May. Yeah, and do you know what that means? Mayday Bank Holiday. 90s R-rated action cinema month. Right. Wow. Okay. Four 90s R-rated action movies. Right. Over four weeks. Starring big name actors. Next week, it's Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. You've seen a Steven Seagal movie before, right? Have I? Have you? I don't think I'm I asking have. you. Have you seen the Onion movie? No. Well, good, because that's terrible. I don't think I've seen a Steven Seagal movie. He plays a cop puncher. Yeah, no, I don't think... Cause he none punches of, people have, in the penis. That's, have, a, that's a sketch. Have any of his movies come out in cinema? Probably not in your lifetime. No. <laughs> yeah, not for a long while. So we'll be discussing one of the films that did come out in the cinema. Oh, right, okay. And is, I would say, his greatest, which is why I show it to you. Well, I'm sold. I've got a big box here right here. It could yeah. be one of them. Could be. It probably might, might not be, but it could be. All signs point to it being, but it might not be. I'm going to hold Mr. Meeseeks right. Where can we find you online, Johnny? You can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram. And, well, that's about it, really. And the podcast is? Podcast is uh, at movie underscore mad on Instagram and Twitter. No, we haven't done much Instagram recently. No, we haven't. No. We might get back on that from 90s month. Maybe. And uh, what's uh, what's Podnose to you? What does Podnose? that mean? Podnose is my master. And? God. Wow. Yeah. So uh, What's Podnose to you? Podnose is a place called www.podnose.com where you might find us and various other podcasts that uh, live in the Podnose network. A wonderful place. Join their, support their Patreon. Help us out. Keep us going because the lights need to be staying on. We're independent. We're wildly independent. We're so independent, no one wants to sponsor us and give us any kind of advertising. Have you checked? I think we should get advertising somehow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've just got an advertiser to come in. Uh, Elizabeth Banks has asked us to advertise Krispy Kreme Donuts. So if you would like to promote Krispy Kreme Donuts for us. I do want a Krispy Kreme Donut now. I want to try the Power Rangers Krispy Kreme I had this awful, awful thing. I was watching Sandy Wexler yesterday. And because yeah, it's, well, of course you had an awful yeah, well, thing. If you were watching and because uh, it's Adam Sandler, it's caked in Coca-Cola promotion. And I just crave, <laughs> and of course, when I went to see Fast and Furious with you, I ended up having a Coca-Cola. Yeah, this is how dated this is. But yeah, that advertising trade promotion works. I do want a Krispy Kreme. I walked past it at Canary Wharf a couple of days ago. I kept walking past it trying to take a picture of it, just to say I think I've found Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> Couldn't get a clear enough picture. Krispy Kreme does not want to get photographed. Really? Yeah. It's like it's like it's like the Bigfoot of donut shops. <laughs> so if you get if you ever Krispy Kreme, take a picture and send us send it to us. At are you moving mad? Are you moving underscore mad? Yeah. And then we'll retweet it because we're excited to see this elusive Krispy Kreme that we've never seen before. <laughs> it, I, I I believe it exists. I've been told it exists. But I've never seen actual proof it exists. What that Krispy Kreme exists? Yeah. I've heard about it, but I've only seen you know these shaky pictures and images. And if you, uh, I think uh, there's that that video footage. But if you de-shake the video footage, it just looks like a man in a Krispy Kreme costume. <laughs> where, um, where can people find you? Out in, in the, uh, the, the woods in the middle of America trying to hunt for this Krispy Kreme. Anywhere else? <laughs> also, at Ethan Runt on Twitter, where I spout crazy bullshit. I've just recently done my Fast and Furious rankings. Ooh. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you them now? Go on. Five. 
seven, eight, and then one, two, three, four, and six, all the way at the bottom, because those films are shit. Five, seven, eight. Yeah, yes. I think I'd go... Watching them again, five is the best. Yeah. Five is yeah. the best. Yeah. But hey, eight's fine. Eight's all right. Let's it's hope nine's better. Let's Hopefully. hope nine gets a bit of director. Let's hope nine brings Helen Mirren in. <laughs> I would love to watch her do it proper. Hello, Mr. Toretto. <laughs> I'm Londoner Jimothy Broadbent. And we're going to help you out, right? My wife. <clears throat> I'm from East London. I'm a real cockney, like that what Danny Doyer is. I've heard him do a rap, and he's a wonderful rap artist. Hoo-hoo. I'm a wonderful rap artist, I know. It's wonderful. Absolutely amazing. Proper day to die, isn't it? Yay! Hooray! Bye! Kill me now. Okay. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network. The UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. Podnose.